Good morning. Welcome to the Flame of Fire podcast. I am your host, Pastor David Bobbitt. I pastor the Liberty Baptist Church in Union, New Jersey. Thank you for joining us today. This morning, we are going to close out the Beatitudes. We've been going through the Sermon on the Mount, um, beginning in Matthew chapter 5, and we've been going through every morning these Beatitudes or these um, ways to be blessed. As uh, Christ begins his sermon here and he's teaching and preaching, he starts out his message with what brings true heavenly blessing. And we've found that almost every single one of these things are opposite than what the world would teach brings blessing. And it's opposite of what we would typically in our human mind think brings blessing. And as we look at today's beatitude, the last beatitude on the list, um, we're going to see again today something that we wouldn't expect for blessing, something that we uh, is opposite of what the world would teach brings blessing. Matthew chapter 5 Verse 10, the Bible says, blessed are they which are, here it is, persecuted, persecuted. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't think of persecution as being a blessing, but let's go ahead and keep reading and see what Jesus says. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when men shall revile you and persecute you and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceeding glad. For great is your reward in heaven, for so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. This morning I want to talk to you about blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness sake. You know, the truth is, if you live in this world, you're probably going to receive some form of persecution, uh, whether, it, you know, and in, in America and in the day and age we live in, we really don't know a lot about persecution. We've been blessed and we've been blessed beyond measure. Um, but, but the Bible says they that live godly in Christ Jesus, how they'll receive persecution. And, and, you know, whether you're living for God or not, there's always going to be somebody who doesn't like what you're doing and is going to criticize you, is going to attack you, is going to persecute you. And so this morning, if we're going to be persecuted, let's make sure we're being persecuted for righteousness sake. Let's make sure we're being persecuted for living right, for doing right, for serving and pleasing God. And when our life and our actions please God, uh, then it doesn't matter what everybody around us thinks. And and when our life and our action pleases God, let me just say that we will bring persecution because the devil's going to try to stop us. Uh, the world around us, that the unsaved world, the unconverted world around us isn't going to like what we're doing. They're not going to understand what we're doing. And, you know, often as Christians, as we live for God, I think a lot of the persecution we face one, it's because people are convicted by the way we live and, and, and they look at us and they, it brings conviction to their own life. But I think sometimes the other reason we face persecution is just, um, we're different than the world. They don't understand us. And, and, you know, things that, that are different, things that we don't understand, they, they tend to, um, intimidate us a little bit. And, and so we almost, um, persecute them just because we don't understand them because of ignorance uh, but yet jesus as he writes here he says um blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness sake for theirs is the kingdom of heaven when you're being persecuted for righteousness sake you know what that means you're living the way you ought to live and one day when you're in heaven one day when we're with god uh, forever we'll forget about the persecution here on earth and, and our reward will be great in heaven 
And, you know, we're supposed to be living for a heavenly reward anyway. And so when you think about eternity and you put eternity into view, then it, it really doesn't matter what we face here on this earth. It's so temporal. It's so short. It's just a few uh, moments, a few years, and then we'll be with our Lord forever in heaven. And so blessed uh, are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you and say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Jesus then, as he goes on, he says this, verse 12, rejoice and be exceeding glad. Now, wait a minute. You're talking about persecution, right? And you're telling me to be rejoice and be exceeding glad? Uh, yeah, he says, um, blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. But then he says, he goes on to say, when men revile you and persecute you and say all manner of evil against you falsely, when people lie about you, you know, people are going to lie about you while you're going through this earth. If you're doing what's right and you're serving God, um, false accusations are just part of it. Oh, but he says, rejoice and be exceeding glad. Why? For great is your reward in heaven. And you know, that's where we ought to be laying up our rewards. And, and as we get into Matthew chapter 6 and the weeks to come, um, we'll see that, that we're to lay up our treasure in heaven and not on this earth. And, and, and when men persecute us, when men revile us, when men lie about us, oh, he says, rejoice and be uh, exceeding glad. Why? Because great is your reward in heaven. Man, when your reward is in heaven, it's in a safe place. When your reward is in heaven, it, it, it's uh, it's dividends that are being multiplied. Oh, what a wonderful thought. But let me just close with this thought this morning. When you're being persecuted for doing right, when you're being persecuted for doing what the Lord would have you to do, think about this. Not only do you have a great reward waiting for you in heaven, but you're in good company. You know, I don't know about you, but it always helps. Sometimes there, there comes a time in life when sometimes we feel like we're all alone and there's nobody else with us. And, and there comes times when sometimes we have to take a stand and we wonder, man, am I the only one that thinks this way? Am I the only one that does things this way? But yet as Christ is speaking to his disciples here, I think he knew that thought would come. I think he knew we'd look around and realize that, man, it, it seems like we're in the minority. It seems like everybody else is doing the opposite of what we're doing. Are, are, are you sure we're doing the right thing? And he reminds them, you're in good company. When you're being persecuted for righteousness sake, when you're doing what's right and you're, you're following the Bible, it may seem like everybody's against you. But he says, let me remind you, you're in good company because he says this, verse 12, for so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. You know, people, the, the, the children of God have been persecuted for doing right throughout the history of the world. It, it, it's nothing new. In fact, if you were to ever pick up a copy of the Fox's Book of Martyrs, you would find that there's multiplied hundreds of thousands of Christians that gave their life and were murdered for simply believing in Jesus Christ, for simply proclaiming the name of Christ. Uh, you know, they, 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 they've, they've killed people before us. They've imprisoned people before us. They've beaten people before us. Our Baptist heritage, there was a time when um, before America was founded as a nation, as people were coming over here and they were establishing the colonies, um, there was a time that the colonies had state religions and, and it was illegal to be a Baptist in some of the states. And there were men that were beaten for being a Baptist here in America. And of course, our founding fathers knew that that wasn't how it should be. And that's why when the nation was formed and the Bill of Rights was given, they set up a religious freedom. Uh, but let me just say, if you're being persecuted for righteousness sake, it's nothing new. Great is your reward in heaven. 
And let me just close by saying you're in good company. You're in good company. It always helps to know when, when you're in good company. When you look around and you see the crowd with you and you realize that these are good people, these are people that love God and serve God, it, it helps you to know everything's going to be okay. Amen. I hope that's a blessing to you this morning. Let's go ahead and pray. Father, I love you. Lord, I thank you for all you've done for us. Lord, I I guess my desire is never to be persecuted, Lord. I, I don't think humanly we want to be persecuted, but Lord, Thank you that when we are persecuted here on this earth, that great is our reward in heaven. And Lord, that we're in good company. And Father, you see it all and you know it all. And Lord, I, I feel sorry for this world because Lord, this, this earth is temporal. And as they live for these few short years, Lord, to realize that, okay, we can suffer persecution for a few years and then we'll be in heaven with you. But Lord, when I think about the lost world that persecutes the Christian, Father, maybe maybe things are good for them right now, but Lord, there'll come a day when they'll stand before God and they will be judged according to their works, and Lord, their eternity won't be pleasant. Father, I pray you'd help us do our job of getting the gospel out. Help us be soul winners. Lord, we love you. We need you. I pray you bless us as we go throughout our day today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. God bless you. Thank you for listening. Have a great day.